This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Sports bettors, are you ready? Download the PointsBet app now and use our code BetQL Daily to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. When you bet with PointsBet, you get faster bets, faster withdrawals, and faster rewards at your fingertips. Download the app now to experience this premium sportsbook for yourself. And don't forget to sign up with our promo code BetQL Daily to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So are you ready? T's and C's apply. Void where prohibited. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. You've got BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Your host, Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat here. And we welcome in Michael Gallagher at Mike S. Gallagher on Twitter. Senior analyst for Establish the Run. Does a great job covering the NBA. And Michael, the number one story today has to be the Utah Jazz, even though they took down the Sixers, uh, Sans Embiid. Just this Utah number, what they the run they've been going on, 18-1-1 and against the spread over their last 20 games. Uh, you, you can take the conversation wherever you'd like, um, but what something that we were talking about early in the show, Michael, and we want to get your thoughts here, is some of these trends – it's like you just got to keep riding them because the adjustments aren't being made by the opposition, whether it's Harden and the assist that he's going over, the run that Jimmy Butler is going on right now, and the Utah Jazz against the spread. Uh, do you find this year with limited practice time, not and as many film sessions, not as much coaching going on here, uh, games postponed every single day, that it's tougher for teams to adjust in the 2020-2021 season? Yeah, thanks for having me on. And, yeah, I mean, it pretty much, as far as continuity goes, right, they have pretty much the same offense where they're driving into the lane, kicking out or scoring at the basket, running Rudy pick and rolls. It's a really simple offense, and they're doing it really, really well. And really one of the things that's been great about them is – all their lineups have been pretty good. Uh, of all their lineups with 48 minutes or more, they're all plus. Their top two starting lineups are exceptional. Uh, the Mitchell starting lineup is in plus 22.2. I mean, that's second-best lineup among the top 30 lineup, 35 lineup shoes. Um, there's really just no holes. And one thing that's kind of fluky has been the wide-open threes. They are number one in makes per game, and they are number number one in the fewest allowed per game. But there's a lot of luck in that because they're only 11th in attempts allowed. So they're, you know, you shouldn't, your defense shouldn't really matter if that three is wide open, right? The guy standing there open doesn't matter how many guys are not near him, you know? So that's kind of been a little bit of fluke. But other than that, I mean, this team just top to bottom. They have got the rotation figured out. They've got, again, the driving kicks and leading the NBA and assists off drives per game. And, and they, they're playing better defense too. Rudy Gobert has really locked in defensively. They were kind of struggling a little bit earlier, but. Yeah, I mean, we, we certainly got to, um, you know, believe what they've been telling us. 
Michael, would you consider Utah a legit threat to win the West at plus 650 or even the NBA title 14 to 1? I mean, obviously the Lakers are the heavy favorites, but with the Anthony Davis news and having to evaluate that injury again in two to three weeks, do you see any value in the Jazz right now? Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a little bit just because that AD thing is no joke. I mean, he's got a calf strain tied to that Achilles soreness that was tendinosis that wasn't exactly the Achilles tendon, but your calf muscle is attached to your Achilles, kind of whether how many muscles are directly tied to it. But, yeah, um, there's some value in that just because of the AD thing. Uh, and they're playing really well. I think I'd still probably pick if I'm if you're going to play the AD is in trouble factor. I definitely would still bet on the Clippers. They've been kind of hanging in there despite, you know, Paul George listening time. And they haven't even really unleashed the Williams, who's kind of struggled a little bit. They haven't really figured out the rotation. Marcus Morris's minutes have been down. He was great yesterday. I was talking about him, I think. But, um, yeah, it's, it's worth it. I wouldn't be pumped to make that bet because if AD comes back and he looks like he's going to – he hopefully he will. Um, the Lakers still should be so, so good. And they have so much stuff right now. Like the Lakers are still going to compete for our number one seed because they have Kyle Kuzma, Taylor Horton-Tucker, Wes Matthews filled in pretty well when they needed him to. Markeith Morris can fill in a little bit too. So Lakers are still going to obviously be up there in the standings and it won't really affect them much. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it's an okay bet, not a great one. Okay, and uh, speaking of the AD injury, Michael, uh, let's follow up with the matchup tonight and just moving forward, since we know AD is not going to be back probably until at least after the All-Star game here. Without Anthony Davis on the court, what does that mean for LeBron? Is he going to push it even more? And then the guys that are going to step up, you, you threw out Kuzma or Harold, like, wh- which guys do you expect it to be since uh, this is – uh, what you study so much, the usage, especially uh, when guys are off the court. Yeah, uh, LeBron gets a 3.0 usage rate percentage boost when 80s off the court. Uh, a little bit of an efficiency hit, but some of that's because missed free throws and some missed jumpers. It's kind of noisy. So expect him to be really efficient. He gets the Wolves, which is arguably one of the best matchups he can get. You would assume Josh Okogie's going to be on him, which Okogie's had some good spots. They even had Jared Vanderbilt on him in the first game because – uh, Kogi was actually hurt for that one. So they've got bodies to throw at LeBron. I don't think it really matters. I think he's just going to kill them. But as far as secondary players, we'll see probably a little bit more of the Schroeder pick and roll, whether it would be with Harrell, Marcus Gasol, high post passes. So, you know, Harrell and Gasol lock down more of the center minutes. And then Kyle Kuzma certainly should start uh, again. And he looked really good in the last one. He just kind of took a step forward, looked really good in the preseason, much like Taylor Horton Tucker, who also should really benefit here. And he's kind of been uh, – um, a do-it-all fill-in for whoever they need to put minutes in. He's been playing backup one, backup two, backup three, and he'll certainly kind of back up LeBron, play next to LeBron a little bit, get some extra playmaking. He's been really good defensively, too, at times. So I um, certainly think Taylor Horton-Tucker would be a guy that is I, – I, I wouldn't say he's esoteric as what he did in the preseason. Everyone kind of saw him. But uh, I was expecting him to step up. And Wes Matthews, when they, he was out of the rotation, they called him – they pretty much just called back – called his number, and he was pretty good. So, again, I, I think they'll certainly take care of the Wolves. I don't – feel confident totally about a cover but um they definitely should win by make, make a cover at least close michael the nets look uh really good right now now they still give up a bunch of points they gave up 125 last night to the kings on the road but they scored 136 and this is without kevin durant right now and i really like them since james harden and kyrie irving have come to uh you know the with the decision that now james harden is going to be the point guard and kyrie's going to play off the ball 
I really like the Nets. I know there's not great value plus 350, but when you look at the Eastern Conference and there's teams like, you know, Milwaukee, they're really struggling this season. They're not the same team that they were the last two years in the regular season. Philadelphia has been very surprising in the East and they look really good. Uh, last night, you know, there was no Embiid, so you really don't get a good idea of what they could have done against Utah. But you look at the East, do you see any value in any teams outside of Brooklyn? Or, or you know, is that the team that you're backing right now if you are going to play a future in the Eastern Conference? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yeah i'm pretty much with you 100 i think if i had to make a bet on it it would be brooklyn i think once they figure out what they're going to do kind of in, they don't know the rotation yet uh, i think they've had 19 different starting lineups this season uh, and they went super small yesterday. Obviously, Durant's out for at least one more game, probably more. Uh, you don't want to take chances with a, a hamstring strain. But, um, yeah, I mean, this team just has so much offensive firepower. They're so dominant in the half court. And in the playoffs, they kind of get – teams kind of get slowed down. They have to really take care of business in the half court. And we know the Nets probably do that better than anybody right now. Because, like, we saw last year with the Bucks. okay, just stop Giannis and you're okay. Like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do with the Nets? So, um, definitely – I think they're probably the, the better value. And again, I expect them to get better because just everything is in flux right now with what they're trying to do with the rotation. So it, we're already over a month out, Michael, and it, the trade talks have been going on for weeks and weeks now. We're like, okay, it, is Lonzo ever going to be dealt? But now we're starting to see players sit, Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, uh, until a trade goes down. Is, is this something that we're going to see more of? And what teams do you expect to be in the mix for these players? So first of all, I will direct anyone to listen to Draymond Green's quote if they have a chance to check <laughs> that out. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, so Blake Griffin, just starting with him, how do you trade for this guy? I mean, he has what, $50 million left on this deal or whatever it is. It, it's like we talk about untradeable contracts not being a thing. Like this has to be one of the closest things to it, given he's one of the highest played players in the league. He's been bad. Like he hasn't even been maybe even like the seventh best player on his team. On a bad team, he's been horrible. So I mean, I don't I'm not saying his career is done, but he can make an impact. I think finding a new role where he could be a secondary guy, spread the ball around, you know, play post defense, switch a little bit, um, you know, take a little bit of pressure off the primary ball handlers too. He has some dribble game. Um, 
first team, what do you think of first? Golden State. Uh, so uh, a team that's desperate for big bodies right now. Uh, I think if Golden State could somehow get Blake, obviously in a buyout market, because if you trade for Blake Griffin, have to give up anything of value, like you're hurting yourself twice almost. But uh, I would definitely be interested in seeing him. Uh, Andre Drummond, you know, he's not exactly untradeable, but only has one, left, one year left on his deal. So certainly a little bit easier to do that. But, um, yeah, the Raptors are reportedly interested. I think it's an okay fit. Aaron Baines was kind of playing well about three, four weeks ago. He's kind of fallen off. But Chris Boucher, in the meantime, has kind of played better. We're real spotty. So I don't think it's going to really put the Raptors over the top. They certainly haven't really clicked yet. Raptors are a little bit underwhelming, playing better now. But missing OG Ananobi is, has hurt them a little bit. And this small ball lineup is good. So I don't really think Drummond moves the needle uh, for the Raptors. Same with the Nets. I think they play well small. So I think, you know, even adding defenders like they got Andre Roberson last night or this morning, and uh, I don't really see Drummond really moving the needle here um, as far as, like, if I'm going to make a bet on the futures market. I think just in general, the, the Nets missing perimeter defensive pieces and not having things figured out makes them kind of a, a more, if you're kind of thinking ahead on making a bet on it. Michael, six games on tap tonight in the NBA. Uh, anything that you see value in, anything that you like? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Pelicans-Grizzlies game certainly as an over. Both these teams are just getting shredded in half-court defense and in perimeter defense. And the Pelicans uh, are just bleeding threes. Uh, we saw the Grizzlies uh, get a franchise record against the Hornets, who allowed a, wide, allowed a lot of wide-open threes. So um, I think I'd take the Pelicans to beat them. Um, I think OKC can hang uh, against the Blazers. Uh, they're going to have to um, – they're going to put Lugan Stort on – Damian Lillard, he did pretty well against him last time. And OKC's been playing pretty well. Their half-court defense has been third in the NBA over the last three weeks. So I think, you know, they, they operate in the half-court a lot with Dame and how they get their actions going. So kind of risky to, to bet uh, on a thin OKC team. But I think Mark Dagnall has those guys playing really well. Um, and Luka Store has been the, the ball handler for them, which is kind of crazy. A couple players that, that we want to hit on. This is BetQL Daily with Michael Gallagher, senior analyst for Establish the Run. Uh, the Toronto-Milwaukee matchup, it looks like it's a prime spot for Van Vliet. And then, Brooke, you know, Harden with the assist number, I don't know how you, you just don't keep going over until he stops hitting it. What's the number for Harden right now? Uh, let me take a look. Late, late last okay, night, so it was... I'll, I'll set you up, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, he has, like, um, I think it's 22 potential assists. So, like, it's not like... You see sometimes these guys, just every pass they make is an assist because the guy's making shots. It's not even like that. Like, he's just every possession setting up his teammates, whether it's Kyrie or whoever. And, and so many guys around Harden, too, are so assist-dependent. A lot of these guys, Jeff Green, Joe Harris, these guys don't score on their own. They like the ball handed to them where they can be put in a good position. So, I mean, yeah, like you're saying, I mean, it's, it's certainly a good bet to take to join the overs club. It's uh, 11 and a half. One. Yeah. Take the, uh, well, the only thing I will say is back to back. That's my only yeah. concern. Uh, so I, we want to make sure they're playing. We saw their minutes got dialed back. Hard was like heated last night. I don't know if it was because he was coming out because of carbon sense, because the Kings are making a bit of a run. I saw him might say it was getting hot and hard. He was, straight mad about coming out of the game. Like, I don't know why, but I think it was that's why. Um, and they had actually put Kyrie back in the game uh, because the, the Kings made such a late run. But, um, yeah, that, that's certainly a good one. Um, and just, I guess, there's other DFS things, just to, to if I could just go off that really quick. The Nuggets are so cheap. Um, like, Zeke Najee is really cheap. He's going to probably get his biggest opportunity to Michael Green, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray is really cheap. 
they're missing so many guys. Will Barton, Paul Millsap are, are going to have a huge hole for them. Maybe Monte Morris is out. He's got a shoulder injury. So, yeah, um, cheap cheap nuggets are, are definitely a way if you're playing DFS. Yeah, I really like uh, all that. Hey, uh, you know, you brought up uh, – there was a total that I really liked tonight. What do you think – you know, you brought up the half-court game and the OKC-Portland game. What are your thoughts on the under in that game? I kind of like it. Uh, I think it's pretty high when I first saw it because OKC generally has been playing a little bit slower because they're so short on bodies. And I think one thing – and also just kind of a side note, Ennis Cantor is kind of a great play today um, because he has really no depth with Harry Giles hurt. So – yeah, I think the under is actually pretty good on that one. Um, but again, the only thing is, I think that game will be close, so it may speed up a little bit at the end. So, um, but yeah, I don't think I don't think Portland. If I wanted to bet, like, like I would bet Portland under, like they're what 115 and a half ish. Yeah, like, I think betting under on them is a good bet way to kind of bet both. 